Welcome, everyone, to another bonus episode of Should We Get Married with Kylie and Kyle. And this is part three of three of three for the 36 questions that lead to love by the New York Times. Yes. And if you've been listening along to the first two bonus episodes, you know that we're asking each other questions that are supposed to be very intimate and each set of questions gets more and more intense and probing and we're on the last set. So, Ooh. Oh man, I'm ready. I'm pumped. But, but last I'm prepared. Okay. Awesome. Me too. I'm not really prepared actually. I don't know okay. half the answers, okay. but last time kind of hit us hard. Uh, not because anything was overly intense or that we didn't haven't already talked about p- between each other, but because, we're blasting it into a microphone. It was very nerve-wracking. Yeah, it was uh, It was really interesting in that way. But I did shed some light on some things that you didn't know about me. That's true. And um, I think that uh, it's this whole process of being open publicly is... It's not easy. And also those questions weren't easy. And they seemed... Listening back to them, they didn't seem as intense. But they definitely felt that intense. And... Yeah. I think that we're used to hearing other people on podcasts or whatever they do. They do that for a living. They say vulnerable. They speak out their thoughts and feelings. And we're not used to it at all. True. And so we have a hard time finding the right words sometimes or being careful about what we're saying, case depending on who's listening. But I would love to not have that filter and just say whatever the fuck is on my mind. And if someone wants to take it personally, then they that's their right to take it personally. Yeah, and I, that's, that's what I want to do. And that's part of the whole process of this podcast. I'm always saying this shit. <laughs> I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. Yeah. But it's getting more comfortable speaking my truth or my mind and my thoughts and being careful to back them up with... Uh, a solid foundation of maybe some facts or, you know, some definitely some logic behind Mm -hmm. what I'm saying out loud and being more responsible that way. But also at the same time, yes, as you were saying, being more open and honest, Uh, damn the torpedoes. Here's me type of thing. Yeah. And we have had some friends reach out saying that they're doing this with a partner, which is so cool and so fun to know. That other people are taking the time to do this. I think it's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's someone you already know really well. Um, because we already know a lot of this stuff, but it still makes you think about things in a new way. Well, it's a good exercise to sit down and look each other in the eye and to do it anyways, because yeah. um, to just say this stuff through our conversations and getting to know each other 
um, is good, but it's also really good to revisit these things and to be intimate with each other and get into the heart of things. I think that's really awesome. And it brings up some characteristic, it brings up some character defects too. Cause like in the last episode, I got really self-conscious and was feeling guilty for sharing my worst memory. Um, and I was feeling bad. I talked to this uh, with a friend about this. I was feeling bad for sharing that as my worst memory when there are people out there who have, you know, had a, someone really close to them die suddenly or seen something really terrible or been raped or whatever it is. And I was sharing about my cat dying, but it's all relative. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was trying to say like this memory might be more present in your mind for whatever reason, even if maybe there is something worse. And so that brought to me, I don't need to feel that way. I can have whatever's good or bad to me be, be the truth and be okay Mm -hmm. and not care about whatever, what else, something, what someone else is thinking about it. A good friend of mine said to me once that experiencing a death, no matter what kind of a death that's close to you or otherwise is it's personal, how you feel about it. There's no right or wrong way to deal with that. And it's important for us to allow as humans to allow that room to just feel however we're feeling. And to process it. Yeah. And I want to feel that way about every one of these questions, no matter how small you have a right to your answer and how you feel about it. Yeah. And, and, and without judgment or opinion from others that can come later at our diff or in a different conversation. But these are, these are for you to think about and feel on your own Yeah, and with someone else. All right, let's do this. Okay. Let me ask you the first one. Okay. Question 25. Make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling blank. Okay. You want you want me to make three in a row? Yeah. Okay. We are both being vulnerable and honest with these questions that we're asking ourselves. We are both um, in a loving home that has lots of room for people to just be themselves including our each other and we are both looking for uh the next opportunity to improve upon ourselves that one might be i might be projecting cool. on that last one actually no that's great Okay, you, you feel that how you way? perceive it. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we are both open-minded to talk about anything and everything that gets put on the table. Okay. We are passionate about this podcast. Yes. And have it as a mutual goal and focus for our current, current, current life. Um, we can both wear our emotions on our sleeve and let the wall down, uh, to explore those feelings. Did that make sense? Yeah. Nailed it. Okay. Okay. Question 26. Complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. (gasps) Oh, shit. Um... 
with whom I could share a passion and drive to fully explore some sort of business in the animal sector of like rescue or sanctuary or something like that. Kind of feel on my own there. Cool. Uh, complete the sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. I wish I had someone whom I could share. I, uh, the, my, my current business dream, um, which is to, um, have a creative agency and I, I'm work. I'm, I have no idea how to get there and I need, I need partners. If not, I need a partner, if not partners to make it happen. And, um, I kind of have some of that, but that's what's coming to mind right now. That's really funny that we almost have the same answer. Yeah. We want to do, <laughs> I've, I've talked to you about that. You're not, you've tried to get me to be that partner for you. Yeah. You're not, you're not too interested. Which and, I've already done it. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and I'm not really interested in the animal stuff. I am definitely not. Oh, I am. I am big time. I love animals, but, uh, I don't really, I don't share that passion as far as like taking care of them and, you mm-hmm. know, Although I, I respect it a great deal. Okay. Besides, you know, obviously my own pets. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Okay. Uh, 27. If you are going to become a close friend with your partner, please share what would be important for him or her to know. So this is, again, for people that are meeting each other for the first time. But this one's easy for me. Okay. Um, what would be important for me to know? So you need to know that I can be a lot <laughs> and I, I need an open, honest, not, not an open, like sleep with other partners, but an open, as far as communication goes, super open and super honest and be willing to, uh, take a look at yourself in the mirror. And if, we're going to be together and one or both of us are always deflecting the truth and uh, um, placing blame and stuff. It's not going to work out very fast. Okay. Something like that. And uh, uh, honestly, like I think everybody feels that way, but it's much harder to do in practice. And to say, yeah. And to say, okay. Okay, what's your uh what would be important for him or her to know? I would need you to know that I my my automatic reaction to a lot of things is to shut down when things are tough, to shut down or kind of put up a wall, but really if we can move past that wall, I'm willing and excited to talk about and talk through anything and work hard at whatever needs, whatever's in front of me. Um, sometimes I just need a little help there. Oh, well, do you want to be partners then? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, so are we doing like boyfriend, girlfriend stuff now? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Question 28. Tell your partner what you like about them. Be very honest this time, saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met. Oh, my God. Okay. Can I say what I felt when I met you at Matt's Barbecue? Yeah. It's the first time we really hung out. Okay. You're, I think you're so good looking. I love your face. <laughs> Ooh. I like this. I love how engaged you are asking me so many questions and looking, making eye contact. I like how you're treating your dog. I like that. I like your sense of humor and I think you're so cool because you're in a band and I saw you play last week and I just about melted in my shoes. (laughs) It's all part of the plan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Wow. That was a good one. Um, how I felt okay here's what I would tell you I would like about I like about you right off the bat is that you are I I could tell right off the bat that your foundation was sturdy you were a respectful and honest human being that didn't care about the games and the bullshit and um And I really loved that about you right off the bat, that you were real. You were a real person, and you still are today, more real today. Oh, I like that. You like that? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, 29. Share with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. (laughs) I feel like this whole podcast is revealing all this stuff. Well, sure, like an obvious one. Okay. That just (laughs) comes to mind. I got a good one, too. Okay. Um I got I got pantsed in in I think it was junior high, mm. maybe 8th grade or ninth grade or something by someone I had had a crush on for like 10 years like since kindergarten. Someone I had a crush on. Oh wow. Yeah. He pantsed me in PE and so we had changed into like you know, swishy pants or whatever mm-hmm. for BE. And it was the first week that I started wearing thongs. Oh my gosh. Okay. So wearing a thong for the first time, by the way, at the time, not cool looking thongs. <laughs> I can remember the exact one I was wearing and he pants me. So it was a bare butt pants and he did it from behind. So I was just mortified that he did that and that he saw that and whoever else saw that. I mean, obviously, that's super embarrassing as a girl to get pantsed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is super embarrassing. In the prime of your just, like, growing phase. Yeah. Um, What's an embarrassing moment from your life? Well, I've already told you this one. Can I tell you one that I've already told? Have you told it on the podcast? No. Then, Yes. <laughs> Okay, so an embarrassing moment in my life is the one time I got a boner (laughs) in middle school going hardcore through puberty. And the teacher was doing this thing where she was asking students to come up. And I started to, you know, experience the random boners that one does if they're a male and they're going through puberty and I got one and I was just thinking in my head, please don't call me, please don't call me, please don't call me. And she called on me and 
this was more of an internal embarrassing moment because I was just, I was flushed. I was, I thought the world was going to end, (laughs) but I got up and it was situated to where nobody noticed (laughs) or maybe they did. I don't know, but that was really, really embarrassing for me. Very mortifying. You know what? I wish someone at the time would just stand up in front of a classroom of kids and say, guess what? You're all getting boners right now and it's normal. (laughs) And guess what? You're all getting periods right now and figuring out what that means and how to manage it. And it sucks. Yeah, that'd be cool. And guess what? It's normal to masturbate. Well, a teacher to the kids? No, just not a teacher, just somebody. Just someone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess we just said it right now. (laughs) Yeah, but there's no like junior high kids listening to this or middle school kids. I hope not. (laughs) Um, Uh, Next question. Here we go. Number 30. When did you last cry in front of another person? And when did you last cry by yourself? Um, The last time I cried in front of a person was you. And when Noonie died in your arms out here on the street. Yeah. Um, wow, that was a while ago. Honey. I lost it. Yep. I've never seen that before. Um, well, I've cried a few times, like during movies or whatever. Not like that, though. You were like bawling with me and I could just see how you were in pain along with me. That was, yeah. it's like when you see a parent cry. I was in pain and <laughs> I felt a lot of pain for a, for you. I was feeling your pain, too. Um but uh, and then the last time I cried by myself was when I broke up with my when my last girlfriend and I broke up way way long ago. Mm. Sad. Yeah, it was more of a lonely the realization of how lonely I was more than anything. Yeah, and like maybe a poor me feeling. No. Okay. <laughs> When's the last time you cried and the last in front of somebody and the last time you cried by yourself? Definitely not years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Cry all the time. For the record, I wish I cried more. It's just kind of oh, the bane man. of the bane of the male existence. I'm glad I'm glad that I easily cry because it's such a, re- a pressure release. Of totally is feeling yes. and emotion that feels I, good physically. Yeah. Um, last time I cried in front of another person was in front of you. On the last podcast we recorded? Mm-hmm. Talking about Noonie. Yeah. Actually, the one, the last one we just recorded, which isn't out yet, I teared up when you were saying something sweet. No, you were saying, you said the me likey, <laughs> and it was really sweet. Okay. Last was, time I really cried was the, telling the Noonie story then. Yeah. Um, Last time I cried by myself was, uh, I think like two days ago in the shower. Oh. Just thinking about... Is everything okay? Stuffed? Yeah. All right. It's a good cry. Yeah. And usually I come out and say like, yeah, I was just crying in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, it usually stems from one thing and leads into just kind of a jumble of other things. And I can't remember if it was after that talking about Nuni because I used to think about it all the time and cry in the shower, but uh, it'd been a while since I kind of walked through it in my head and recalled those feelings. So I think it was maybe that or some family stuff. So, okay. Next question. You ready? Mm-hmm. Question 31. Uh, all right. Uh, tell your partner something that you like about them already. Oh, okay. That's easy. This is again, 
these are supposed to be questions asked to people you have met for the <laughs> first time. Yeah, so let's get through this real easily. Okay. Um, I like, I like, uh, I like how easy it is to talk to you. Hmm. <laughs> Boom. That's a good one, honey. That okay. means a lot to me. Uh, Tell me something that you like about me already. <laughs> okay. I love your athletic ability. Whoa. Okay, cool. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. I do have elite muscle mass according to 23andMe. Just <laughs> no big deal. It's just everyone should know that. <laughs> <laughs> Number 32. Hi, it's Kylie. Hey, it's Kyle, and you're listening to Should We Get Married? It's a podcast about life and love and relationships and our relationship and inappropriate, nitty gritty, messy stuff. Yeah, we get into the nooks and crannies of day to day relationshiping. Yeah, we're just skimming the surface so far, so it's going to get weird. It's going to get weird, and we would like to invite you along on this open-minded journey of communicating through uh, our relationship. Yep, everyone's welcome. And we're talking about should we get married? Should anyone get married? Please like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review over on Apple. It helps out so much. And follow us over on Instagram and Twitter at SWGMPod. Thanks, everyone. Thanks. Back to the show. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? You're asking me? Yeah. Nothing. Fuck, that was my answer. I think that's the only answer. Yeah. I'd like to elaborate on that. Okay. If if it's my turn. Sure. Unless you have more to say. No. I think from a comedic standpoint... Nothing is too serious to be joked about because if you are watching a comedy stand up or someone is up on stage doing their job, by the way, and making fun of life, you have got to let go of anything that you could take personally and be able to joke about it. If you're going, if you're going to be able to watch stand up, you have to know that it's not about you. It's not to be taken seriously, and it is a joke. Now, if that person is making those jokes in real life to people or something, then that is inappropriate. It's all relative. Can't joke about certain things at work, but really, like nothing's off limits when it comes to comedy. Yeah, it all depends on the delivery and the context. And um, I think that uh, I, I strive to laugh at just about everything, but it hurts when it's personal or it's too soon and those things are real, but ultimately it's still funny. Yeah. (laughs) So being made fun of, um, it depends if it's for a bit, if it's like a movie and they're doing, you know, they're, they're working through the dialogue, whatever the script says, and it's meant to be funny to the audience that I love and it's hilarious, but it's making fun of somebody isn't like to be hurtful. Isn't cool. Right. Of course. And also, kids, growing up, kids are motherfuckers, man. (laughs) They are mean. Yeah. And I think that comes from not understanding context or delivery. Yeah. And we learn about that later on. And so, 
nothing, anything should be able to be laughed at. Yeah. D- depending on context. I'm specifically and talking about comedy, comedic. Yeah. Nothing. Right. Yeah. And people don't get that. People go to a, sh- a comedy show and they come back and they're like all offended. Oh, she's talking about politics and blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, it's not your show. It's not about you. It's not about what you think. Yeah. And it's Open really, up. it's this, like this, uh, this climate right now, the social media and outrage My God. thing that ha- that's happening. I think it's, it's just people like saying their thoughts out loud, but, um, but it's annoying. It's just like, don't, don't watch the thing. If you don't like what that person says, right. uh, take a break or stop listening to that person and you don't yeah. need to like call them out on it. They're just doing their thing. No. And it, it, all it is, is people want something to be outraged about. It's outrage culture right now. And that drives me insane. Yeah. It's what happened to, if you can't say anything nice, don't think, don't say anything at all. Yeah. Well, that goes both ways, but also we're producing an atmosphere where everyone thinks they have to walk on eggshells and like celebrities have to explain something they said, which is fucking bullshit. I love nothing more than a comedian who's like, I'm not going to apologize for something I said. Yeah. I said that thing. Big deal. Yeah. Hey, get over it. (laughs) Don't be a fan of me. Don't care. Yeah. All right. Next question. Okay. It's you. It's me. Okay. 33. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? Jesus. I can repeat that for you. No, I don't you need got to. It? Do, yeah. Okay. I don't know specifically what I would say, but I would gr- regret not breaking down the door to one last time tell my mom that I really love her no matter what. Mm. Yeah. And, um, I mean, what I really want to do is break through and like tell her how I think everything has gone and, and why what's not right about it. But really ultimately I want one, one last hug and one last, I love you from, uh, my mom, if I'm going to die tonight. Yeah. How about you? What, what would you most regret not having told someone and, oh, and why haven't I told her yet? Mm-hmm. Because I have to live my own life and, um, you have though, you have done that stuff. Well, I have tried and I'm not breaking down the door to try to get through to someone who isn't willing to be gotten through to. Yeah. Yep. Um, what would you most regret not having told someone and why haven't you told them yet? I don't off the top of my head. I think I've communicated through all of this stuff with the people that I care most about. And do you have something really small? No. Uh, uh-uh. I think, um, right now I'm at a good place. I don't have a, I don't have any resentments in my mind right now. Haven't had them for a while. And, uh, I don't have anything that I need to 
argue or get my point across or whatever. The only thing that comes to mind is if I were to die tonight, I would definitely tell people that I love them. Mm-hmm. Just about everybody I know, I'd make all those phone calls. And uh, and I tell them that already. So I don't, my answer is, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I don't want to toot my own <laughs> horn, but I'm kind of good at this one. And wow, okay. I, I do this stuff. Like I love to, I love to get through and communicate to somebody that what I need to communicate to them. But, um, right now I guess I'm in a good spot. I don't have anything Nothing's lingering. I might think of something after this podcast, of course, but all right. So that's my answer. I would just spread, spread the good love. Answer. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, everyone. Okay. My turn. Yeah. 34. Your house containing everything you own catches fire. After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Uh, my hard drives. <laughs> Sweet. Because it has all those memories. Yeah. The computer I can replace, uh, the cameras I can replace, but all of my data and storage management needs to get out of here which reminds me i need to have a lot of professionals they'll have a like fourth or fifth backup that is remote from where they keep everything else just in case there is a fire (laughs) and um uh i should probably think about doing that maybe keeping it in the garage or something another backup because those have all my memories yeah the things that i create from are right in there and that's what i would take okay what would you grab if there was a fire? Um, assuming that I have my phone on me. <laughs> yeah, right. In my pocket. Yeah, totally. I would either grab, uh, have a storage uh, container downstairs that has all, has all of my actual printed photos, oh, photo yeah. albums. There's that too. And stuff from my grandma and grandpa and stuff. Yeah. So I'd either grab that, I'm cheating again and saying two things, or I'd grab my my backpacking backpack, which is stuffed to the brim of all of my search and rescue gear so that I could survive. Smart. Mm-hmm. I like and that. it's very expensive, so. <laughs> okay. All right. Question 35. Ooh, we're almost done. These ones don't seem as no. intense as the last one, because the last one had that what is your ter- most terrible memory in it? I know. And that's kind of like the the most intense thing that you could say out loud, that really. That should be like the last, yeah. Um, number 35. Of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? Jesus Christ. I hate this question so much. It's a weird question. I, I don't... I don't understand. Most disturbing? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I want to say that my my mom, my mom dying would eat at me forever. Mm. Um, my sister dying would disturb me so much because she'd be leaving 
her two little girls behind. Okay, I'm starting to get the get the question now. Yeah. Oh my god! But one of my nieces would just devastate me and everyone. Yeah. Oh my god! I I'm gonna leave all the things I just said. I and my dad. Oh fuck! My dad dying would be the hardest because I'm closest to him. So it's just I can't. You know, that's those are my answers. I can't choose one. Okay, for me, uh, the older you are, the less disturbing it is. Sorry, but you're off the list. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, my answer is really similar. I, nobody is better than another. That's for sure. And nobody is... It, it comes down to tragic. tragic. Yeah, like how they die. Yeah. No, I was thinking like the more potential they have and mm. the younger you are, the more potential you have. Um, so any, anyone in my family, but I think, okay, here's my answer. The ones that are closest to me and that I appreciate the most, any one of those, and I'm not going to name names, but okay. I think you know who you are. And if you do die, I would be devastated and disturbed. Yes. And I love you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Here we go. Last Ooh, one. This tough. is the last one. Is it? Oh, good God. Yeah. 36. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. Also ask your partner to reflect back to you how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. Let's just try and answer the first part of that. Share a personal problem. Ask my advice on how I might handle it. So we do this all the time. Yeah. And I don't know if I have anything fresh, but here's what is affecting me the most. Okay. So I'm full-time um, creative now, and it's very lonely um, because I'm working from home or mm -hmm. remotely or traveling between. And even uh, uh, my biggest client, which is uh, the golf courses, that right now it's a skeleton crew. So even that's uh, in the summertime, it's sweet. So there's people, it's bustling, it's hustling, it's cool. But right now it's wintertime. So there's not a whole lot happening. So how do I handle, how should I handle loneliness better? As it pertains to work? Yeah, work or just on the day to day. Okay. Um, I think I know how I would handle that. And I would start by, I'm a big calendar person. I would start by scheduling out my days for mm. the entire five day week. And I would choose one day that I was going to work from home because I actually do think that's really nice to have. And I would choose maybe two days where I would go to a co-working space, which I have done before. And you're kind of around people and you can make little friends there. Um, and then the other two days, maybe work from a coffee shop or explore, um, something like that. But I think it would come down to scheduling out your time and making sure that you're not always by yourself. I love that advice. And I can help you do that if you're really serious. I, you know me, I don't schedule things nope. out. 
I don't, I don't, I, an itinerary is not, <laughs> is on the bottom of my list. Well, and if, if I'll speak for myself, if I don't do that, I won't have anything to follow and I'll fall back on walking around without direction. So yeah, I, I heavily lean on a planner and a calendar and everything. And that's for someone who has to be in the office in the same place with people all the time. So, yeah, it's good advice. And I'd love to. I'd love to act act on some of that stuff. It sounds really good. It sounds better because I do some of that stuff, but it's random. It's not planned. Mm-hmm. I love it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay, here we go. For you, question 36, last and final question. This is it. <laughs> this is the one. Okay. Share a personal problem and ask your partner's advice on how he or she might handle it. And then also ask your partner to reflect back on to you on how you seem to be feeling about the problem you have chosen. So first, first things first. Okay. I need a problem. My problem right now is, well, and a reoccurring problem is motivation. So for a regular day, for regular work, I have a hard time waking up on my alarm, getting up, getting to work early. And then I talk myself out of doing CrossFit after work on a lot of days And then I talk myself out of eating healthy nutrition stuff. So just motivation. Why are you covering your face? Because I have the same problems. How might you handle it? Oh, man. This is a... You knew you're good at the problem you solved. Or you you have a solve for the problem that I had. (laughs) Yeah. I... Uh, the one thing I do do well is I get I can get up in the morning mm-hmm. and get to things. I, I wasn't always good at that. And I don't know. That was just a natural evolution for me. It's not something I really concentrated on a lot. What's your solve for just lack of motivation? Well, lack of motivation, I think, comes down to um, self-esteem stuff. And so I think like putting putting esteemable things back into your daily routine, like acts of kindness Mm. and how you can, um, how you can provide and provide to life instead of what, what life should be giving you would be a better way to look at all this because life is hard. Life is not easy and nothing is handed to us. So, I think to for you to switch your motivation, you need to get outside of your head or it would be beneficial to get outside of your head and see what you can provide for other people and situations and things. And that might just kind of spin the the wheel and, and churn things into back into motivation and different perspectives for you. So maybe like a brainstorm or a journal to to work through that. Yeah. And yeah. And also, um, uh, realize that, um, as far as the eating thing goes, that there's motivation in the way that we're all, we're not getting any younger. And if we want to be happy and healthy when we're 70 (laughs) eating well now would be good. And also I'm bad at this. I'm not good at this. I eat crappy. I eat about, I eat really good about two months out of every year. Yeah. And I exercise about three or four months out of every year and I take the rest of the year off. 
That's true. And sometimes I get in really, really good shape. But most of the time, I just kind of like shave off the fat that I gained (laughs) (laughs) previously. So that's not the greatest advice, but or that's not the greatest yeah, advice for you. But I think getting the getting motivated part is to um, see what you can provide into life. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I don't feel good about my advice. Well, I think it's. I think it's probably because you may be struggling with the same problem sometimes. Yeah, here's my advice to you. I am going to work on those weaknesses for myself, and I'll report back. Okay. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Let's do it. By the <laughs> way, starting Monday, we're doing no sugar and no carbs for 10 days, so oh, wish boy. us luck. Yeah. I can't believe I talked to you into doing it with me. Um, like, no carbs, though. That's We can eat vegetables, right? And rice yes. and potatoes. So it's no refined chips. sugar and no processed carbs so you know vegetables and fruits are so carbs potatoes. and have sugar in them so, so okay. i can have a potato i mean if that's what's healthy for you and you want to have potatoes then yeah it's a vegetable yeah okay starch okay so this entire exercise actually ends with staring into your partner's eyes for four full minutes and i think we should wrap up the podcast and do that and it says in the new york times article that it's an important part of the exercise because a lot of us have never done that before. And two minutes in is kind of intense, but four really kind of moves you. So if you'd like, stare into your partner's eyes in silence for four minutes and enjoy, I suppose. Oh, and if you listen through this. Wow. Thank you. Blessings. Many, many blessings to you. (laughs) No, we're not religious. No blessings. But uh, thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll say bye before we end this. But um, yeah, we're about to go on a four minute. I have no idea what's going to happen next. We've never done this. No, we have never done this. This is something we've never done. That's great. Here we go. Well, let's let's say goodbye. Well, we'll say goodbye after. Okay. But I want to say one more thing. Okay. Wait, after we're not going to record the four minutes. Yeah, we are. Why? Because we got to follow through with the whole, let's record it. We're going to. I want to record it. No one's going to listen for four minutes of silence. They can turn it off if they want to. Yeah, but I have stuff to say after. Okay, well, you can say those after. They can hit the skip. Should I say this now? They can skip through it. No, no, no. We'll say it after. Okay. Ready? I want to see your eyeballs. Okay. Here we go. This is happening. Okay. In three, two,
We did it. <laughs> that was cool. Wow, 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 wee, wow. I hope you fast forwarded through that because that was just a couple of giggles. But it was cool. Um, very intimate. I think that would be very different with someone you didn't know. Yeah, man. What are, what are the thoughts that came up while you're staring in my eyes? I uh, love you so much. Um, life is amazing with you. You're so beautiful. Um, this is hilarious and awesome. <laughs> and I'm so happy we're doing stuff like this. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it, really. The rest was just kind of meditative. Yeah. There was a good portion of that where I wasn't thinking about anything. Yeah. But just staring at you. Yeah. But for the first while, I was like, what's in there? What is in there? What is going on in there? Mm. In my brain? staring in your eyes. Yeah, because no matter how well I know you, there's always, you never know what it's like to be in someone else's head. Well, what were you thinking? I just said, I was thinking, what's in there? Yeah, but what about all the, you know, I love you stuff. Oh. Your style's so amazing. It started, I said it started with that. And then there were p- parts where I was just saying and thinking, I love you also. I was okay. just like, oh, I love you. Yeah, yeah. And I'm very comfortable. I couldn't be more comfortable right now. Mm-hmm. And this isn't awkward at all. Right. And I feel fine. I think that comes with like the confidence mm-hmm. because through all these questions, we're walking through fear with every one of them. And then by the end of it, it's like, bring it on, man. Yeah. I also felt, uh, I know you, I really know you. Mm. I was saying that. And then there for a moment, a few moments, I was like, oh, I want to kiss you. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that was going through my head too. Um, okay. So what did you want to say to wrap this up? I want to say that if you're one of the people that has been doing this exercise with somebody, maybe there's a question that's not on here that you think should be a part of this. And I'd be curious to know what that is. So put that, go to shouldwegetmarriedpod.com and we have an ask us anything box and it's anonymous. And if you have a question, question 37, say it's question 37. Yeah. What would that be? And, um, Something you would want to answer with someone or something you want us to answer, and we will. Uh, I think that'd be cool. Because there is a lot of stuff that could and should be on this list, you know? Yeah. All right. On our next episode, it's back to episode uh, four uh, yeah. of the regular ones. And we're going to do more bonus episodes. This is this wraps up the three-part series of the 36 questions, but we're going to do more bonus episodes. And yeah. some of them, they're going to be shorter than this one. That, and they're all, they'll all be focused on something like this, like an article or a very specific topic or an exercise yes. rather than a regular episode. Yeah. Um, uh, but on our next episode um, of Should We Get Married, we talk about money stuff. Oh, yeah. Our dynamic finances. with finances, which is, easy. you know. E- well, yeah, I mean, easy, but also there's. Oh, our cats are going our crazy. Our cats are going nuts. So anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. And if you're willing to uh, subscribe and leave a review over on Apple, that'd be super cool. Yeah. We have seen a few that are very sweet. Or follow us on SWGM Pod uh, on Instagram. Yeah, and tell a friend. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.